Imperial. Praise God, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, Imperial. Oh yeah. Oh God, yeah. I have been constantly. Oh God, on the move. Along the way, praise God, yeah. Ready to rob me, oh God, now. My fellow countrymen, load me to sharks. My life is buried, oh God, yeah. My life is in peril, praise God, yeah. My life is in peril, yeah. In danger from false believers. They're desperate to have no knowledge of God, yeah. To take pity on me. Praise God, yeah. After the order. Land in peril. Oh Jesus, our wise words. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Oh my son. Yeah. Say listen to my words. Say to oh, my daughters of the preacher man. My God. Yeah. Oh my sons. Listen to my words. Say to oh, my daughters of the preacher, man. My God, yeah. Yeah. A time to laugh. A time to mourn. A time to dance. Yeah. A time to embrace the Son of Man. Jesus Christ is a strong tower, Lord God, yeah. Say, oh, my sons, to listen to my words. Oh, my daughter. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Our, welcome to our weekly podcast. This is the Prophet of Nations speaking. We're grateful to have you, uh, your, your ear, to listen to us and um, every week. On our podcast, we are grateful to have you. We are thankful for another week in the month of February, 2021. We are grateful. Grateful. We are giving a shout out to our listeners in the United States and Canada, the Turks and Caicos Island, Grenada, Barbados, Jamaica, Australia, Germany, Ireland, the Philippines. We are grateful to have you, and um, please share. Continue to share this uh, podcast. We are happy that you are sharing it. The streaming is continuously going up, and we are grateful for it. And um, those who find it interesting, informative, and um, your feedback. Those who are not happy with some of the things I said, you can always 
it's always an open question. You can search and you will find. Search and you will find. If you're doing something and it, um, it's not fitting, it doesn't mean that you have to knock it or throw it away. Because um, what you're saying and what you're doing, you could, you could be wrong as well. So this is coming from the Word, the Word of God. And um, whatever I said, if I, if, I, if I told you to, to um, listen to this podcast, get a bottle of oil and um, pull the bottle of oil, hold it up in the air with both hands and listen a portion, let the, a portion of this podcast played and you're having trouble, problems in your home, demons, devils, you're having fuss, fightings and all kind of crazy stuff happen, joblessness, sicknesses. I guarantee you, if you pray in the prayer of faith, in the name of Jesus Christ, you prayed out your house, you will find some peace in your house. And something will happen that you will know that the word of God is alive and well, as he is alive and well in heaven. So we don't have to prove anything extraordinary. Those some may... You know, if you're doing something and it, you don't have protractors, that means you're doing something wrong. Everybody is not going to love you. The world will not love you. The world will not love you. When you do what God tells you to do, the world will not love you. You're going to have a lot of protractors out there. We're happy for them. Because that's a, that is how we know that the devil is in them. Yes, the devil is in them. The Bible said that uh, my... Sheep know my voice. My sheep know my voice. Everyone, everyone are not, or everyone do not belong to the Lord. They who don't belong to the Lord, we will know them. We know them if we walk in the Spirit. But we are not walking looking for them because they know themselves. Yes, they know themselves. So we are happy for them. We are happy for the protractors. We are happy for them. And um, remember to continue to... Um, Help us to pray for Ethiopia. We, are, we, are, we have another one to our list. Burma. We put Burma in Southeast Asia. We put Burma and um, South America, Africa, other parts of Africa like West Africa, Central Africa. Um, we are praying that the COVID virus will eventually dry up. We know that the, the, the spiritually, on a spiritual point of view speaking, these things come upon us, not because they, they have always been um, pandemics. From biblical times, they have always, they might call it a different thing. That is where they get the, the word quarantine because they were doing these things. When people are in such close proximity and unsanitizing conditions, it, it happened with a bunch of stuff from malaria to Ebola to um, the, the Spanish flu, the Black, the, the, the black Plague, it about um, which other one? Cholera. It just people have to be. Uh, people have always evolving and learning new ways how to control certain um, diseases because they are microscopic. And some of them, you know, the, the greatest thing is to find out the way they function, how they work, and how they affect the human race. It doesn't matter where it started. There is many, many more to come in this world. Things that we are, we the human being have never seen. 
But most of the time, you have to think about life in this way, that God made all things and he made all things for his purpose. Even if a man go inside of a lab and engineer something to hurt other people or to hurt a set of population, it, it was the, 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 the ingredients that they used to put together, it is made by God, created by God. But it doesn't mean that God told them to use it to destroy another person. Sometimes it's because of a, a man's sinful nature. God will allow people to destroy themselves because of their sinful nature. When they start to believe in, uh, believe in their own works, their statues, their, their, uh, they're working, they're doing, and they're ignoring God, and they're actually deflecting the praise and worship of God to themselves, then that's when God is going to step in. Matter of fact, he will just allow them to destroy their own self. Believe me, God will allow them to destroy themselves. So we are still, we are still praying for Ethiopia and um, Burma. They're having political upheaval. We're still praying for the United States and parts of the Caribbean. Jamaica, we're still praying for you. You're having your, you know, issues that um, can, can be very uh, daunting for those who have to live, you know, in these situations. So we, we are praying for you, Jamaica. Um, remember to go to Amazon, check out our books on Amazon. Remember the, the devotional, the midnight devotional written by Courtney Spence. You can get it on Kindle as well and paperback. The Trumpet of Prayers, you, you can get the uh, Soldier at the Cross, Mishpat, and there are many more um, to come. We, we, we give them as the Lord give us the way and the will to, to do them. Thank you, those who supported us, support this ministry. The Way of Holiness Ministries. Remember to go to the Way of Holiness Ministries and um, support us. Thank, thank, thanks to those who continuously supported us and those who can't support us, but they support us in prayer. We are grateful for you. Don't be, don't feel left out because you didn't give in 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 uh, in, in in your offering. That's fine. You you know we are here. We are here. You know we are not doing this because of. Um, money we're doing it because of the love of god and we love god but it takes it takes um money it takes money to to take care of the things that the world we have to take care of. the bible jesus said give unto caesar what is due unto caesar so if there's a bill need to be paid or stuff like that we have to pay it else we can't broadcast it is just as simple so but we're not pressuring no one we will go out and pick up stones to make it work. So we don't pressure no one. We don't come to pressure you to take what from you. Because enough people have done that. And it have not yield nobody to go to heaven. It, mostly, it will mostly yield you to go to hell. Because it will turn you away from God and the church. So we're not here to turn you away from the church. We're here to encourage you in every which way. Remember to be, to, to, um, to be baptized. Get someone to baptize you. Those who are actually... Um, want to be a part of the walk of Jesus Christ. Get a church, find a church. I know that there's not a lot of churches are open because of the COVID situation. But as soon, it is never too late. Even if you can go by yourself or go with your family. You get baptized. Get baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. You can tarry at home for the Holy Ghost. Remember to, 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 um, to, to, remember to do communion. Communion is necessary. You can go to Matthew 26, 26. 
he can give you the instruction as to how, and it is in uh, the book of Corinthians as well. So, you know, communion, it is all, the, the, the bread, the sacrament, it is about the blood of Jesus Christ and the flesh, his flesh that was broken for our healing and the blood, it is the remissions of our sins. So each time when you do it, you remember, you remember what he has done. You know, that will help you to build your faith to know that there is healing in the, in the name of Jesus Christ and we are healed by his stripes. So, you know, it is a lot going on. The COVID, the, the coronavirus is still around, raking havoc. People are still dying, but not as much as all, you know, was usually reported. But we have to still take precaution. You know, the Bible said that we must, we, we should follow the ordinances of uh, the earthly people who are ruling. So we follow the ordinances of them. Not something to kill yourself, but something to protect yourself and your neighbor. So... Follow the, the ordinances that they have laid out. If you need to wear a mask, please do wear a mask. Not even only for yourself, but for your neighbor, for your friend, and for others. We are a chain link. We all need each other. You know, we need each other. The person might not uh, look like you. Some people think that um, because the person don't work in the same um, statutory level. They don't mean anything to them. The person who clean the gutter is as just as important as the person who work in the White House. They're just as important. They might not be important to people, some people, but they are just as important. If you remove people from the chain of selective places where they do to contribute to society, we will have black plague, blue plague, brown plague, white plague, and all the plagues then you're going to recognize the coronavirus has exposes a lot of uh, um, inequities in how, uh, in terms of how some of the people who do, do some of the most um, degrading are works that, work that does not really require a lot of, a lot of attention, or least attention to. They are the ones who have to be um, battling this virus on, on the front frontline and um, they get no acknowledgement well they do but I'm just saying that they in in past time they were they were overlooked but it is just to say that they're all everyone is important everyone the high the mighty the low the poor the weak everyone is is important and everyone play an important role to make life be the way oh a lot of us have it some people still in this world don't have drinking water. Some people don't have food. Even in developed countries, there are people still who are hurting. Based, um, you know, it can be based on all different things, geographically, where they're located. Remember those who are in Texas, unsuspected uh, snow to them, but the Lord, you know, has pointed out that there's going to be adverse weather. There are some people who think that, you know, People who don't believe in stuff and they turn it politically, I think they do it for their own charm. And they, they do it to, to continue stayed in. Somebody has to be in their political offices. We, we, we don't care about what they do or what they say, but we know that we believe in the true and living God. So people have to repent. Leaders have to repent. And if they don't repent, most of the time the people suffer because of their foolish ways. The Bible tells you about the government are governed Based upon the Levitical priesthood, if people, if you don't have true 
men and women of God who pray to keep the pillars of this earth steady, the whole world would be a tinderbox. But because of the grace of God of people who steadfastly who do not do these things for money, because we don't do it because of money, we do it because of the love of God and for, for the sake of peace and for people to, to be saved. So that's why we do what we do. So we have to be always on our knees. We all have to be, we always have to be in prayer for things that which is unconcerned of us. We pray for countries and places and people and sect in this world that has no great interest to us personally. Because we don't care about interest. We just pray for them to be saved and for them to come to the knowledge of God. That's it. Because everybody is not going to be saved. So pray for that. There are some people who desire other things. You know, some people are just fermenting chaos and, and dismay. That is how they get the glory, but it is no interest to us or to the or to God. We're gonna dive in as you know in our weekly podcast and we thank you. We thank you for our continuous listeners. We we, we appreciate you. I appreciate you. Those who contribute to the podcast directly, I, I appreciate you. And um, to since we have started, that you have all you stuck it out with us, and we we are grateful. We are grateful. Those who contribute in other ways, we we are grateful. You know yourself. You know who you are. We we, we are grateful for you to continuously sharing it. So you know we we are happy that we can do this. To to. Fill that little void of space where um, we have found ourselves to 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 found ourselves to to do our part. That people can come to the knowledge of God in every way, in a lot of ways. Anyway, our our topic tonight we're gonna talk about the promises of God, blessing and judgment, and how they actually all. Oh, all of them, the, the promises, the blessing, and judgment of God, how they actually um, fused in one sense to make sense to you or me. The promises of God. God made promises. And, the, and His promises included blessing and judgment. And sometimes when one is coming, the other is so vivid before you. And in between, the promises, blessing, judgment, God requires a lot of things, or a few things from us. And in order for these things to be made real to you, he asked us for um, a few things. And he said, be obedient. He wants you to be obedient to him, to follow his commandments. Sometimes when we hear the word commandments, we talk, you know, we think about the 600 and I think 66 commandments that Moses has gotten. But it is, it is talking about the things that he says to you. It includes that, it included um, that, but it also includes whatever he gives you to do based upon your gift. And your divine portion of the work to do it to be done in the kingdom. He wants you to follow him. So, in other words, God wants us to be 
obedient. Obedient. So the Bible said obedience is better than sacrifice. Obedience. So if God tells you to run, jump, skip, hop, for, he, he tells you for a reason. And obedience has a lot to do with how the promises of God become more visible to you. Because if I promises you to, if I promises you that whenever, anytime I meet you, I will give you a hug, right? I promise you, I make you a promise. Say, anytime we meet, regardless of where we meet, we're going to give each other a hug. That is a standard practice of the promise that I made to you. And you made a promise to me. Say, well, I agree. It's done. So first, so the next thing that is going to happen is this. You have to make yourself available. I have to make myself available. That is part of the preparation to, be, to, to meet to the promise. Now, what if we have to meet? We have to meet somewhere in a village. Let's use a village. For those who are living in Africa or parts of the Caribbean or Central America, we understand a village or, a, or the country area. So we have to leave from one town to the other. We said we're going to meet uh, in the neutral spot, say a crossroad in the, in, in the colonial um, countries. They, 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 they use crossroads. So when I meet you, something has to happen. So I have to figure out a way how to get there. You have to figure out a way to get there. And then again, we have to figure out what time we're going to get them so we can see each other. So something has to happen. So in the process, it might be some, you might take some, some form of transportation. It's either by walking, we might take a, a donkey, we might use a car, a plane, a train, or something. We have to find some form of transportation to go there. Are we just going to just be there? So in the process of, the, of these transportation, it starts snowing, right? Disaster. Say, 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 you know, something, uh, you never planned for snow, snow came. Rain, you didn't plan for rain, rain came. And then the bridges overflowed or there was an accident, right? But unfortunately, say, nothing didn't happen to either you or me. So what happened is that we still have to get to the place where we have to hug because there was a promise made. So, we, st we are still going. But all is on our mind, it is to get to that place because we made a promise to hug. So, eventually we reach and we hug and we go back to our, separate, our, our respective places. So what I'm trying to explain to you is this. The promises of God are the, the promises and the blessing of God included blessing and judgment. And let me, let me kind of uh, elaborate some more. It includes all the things that I've just made, um, the scenario I just give you. So all these little pieces has to come together for the promise of God to manifest and accomplish. Because if the word of God made a promise, it cannot go out and return back to God void without it accomplish what it's supposed to accomplish. So regardless if there is an accident, a snow, a river, a bridge overflow, whatever it may be, 
it's going to accomplish. We're going to get there some way, or we're going to get back home somehow. So now, what I try to get at is this. The promises of God in your life, in my life, in other people's lives. And when God want to, wanted to work out the kinks in your life for his glory, for the betterment for you to get more spiritually agile, is a lot of things going to happen in your life. Let me give you some examples. Delay, decline, disasters, um, failures. Sometimes you're going to get terrible dreams. Sometimes you wind up sick. Sometimes death in your family. Sometimes even you might wind up suffer perils of almost death to your very life. All these things will come upon you as a child of God. One of the reasons why these things come upon you, it is telling you that the devil is in the spiritual realm. And we were born in sin. We were shaped in iniquity. And for that, for that matter, when we were born, we did not born and were, were, as we came out of our mother's womb, we wind up being saved. So that baby doesn't know that he or she is called Based upon some of the things that the parents maybe go through, they might figure that this child has to be special. I think you have, you know, most of us have heard that. But by you get older, you start to notice that there are some unusual things about you, about your life. Everywhere you go, you're in trouble. People are always blaming you. Every time you do something you try to do right, wrong always appear. You are sick. You go through accidents, incidents. You go through all, people always trying to do, put witchcraft on you. People, people uh, try to shoot you. People do everything that, is, that, is, that they can find. Everywhere you go, your life is in peril. Your life wind up in peril. And you can't seem to understand why. You have to move from one country to the other. When you move from one country to the other, you go there, things even get worse. They treat you like scorn. They scorn you. They do everything. They call you names. They do everything that is can be, you know, anybody can take. But funny enough, most of the time when you find people are in this situation, they are very, if they learn and recognize what is going on in their lives and turn to, and turn to the Lord. Because most of the time, no one in this world can help you at that time. Because if you go and tell people all these things, that are that are happening to you. Most of the time they don't believe you. Or sometimes they don't even, you know, them of themselves don't even understand what you're talking about. So these are things that happen based upon the promises of God, the blessing and judgment. And, you know, wherever there is sin, sin, judgment always there. So another thing I want to point out is that if you believe, if you believe, to, to be a believer, if you believe that God exists, our God existed. If you believe that, well, part of the belief system, you must believe that if the, every sin must be judged. Every sin, every sin have to be judged based upon the word of God. So promises, blessing, and judgment. These, are, these things are a must because we are not perfect. We were born in sin, we shape in iniquity. So in order for God to straighten us out, 
when we go wrong because we don't know what to do right, God has to teach us what to do, what is required of us to work with him. You have to straight, straighten out because our nature is sinful, so we're going to do sinful things. We're going to speak sinful things. We got, we, our hearts is not right, so God has to straighten us out. right? But based upon who he created us to be, that's what's going to keep us for the time being until we actually found the Son of God, which is Jesus Christ. Because the ways are already made. So the promises, all the promises that God has said, he said, be obedient. If you are obedient, I will do this, I will do that. I will send you, I will take you to the land that I have promised um, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I will give you this. He said, if, I, if you are obedient, he will bless you. And you will not have room. He will, give, he will make many nations come from you. These are things that is God's promise. Now, I'm going to read something for you, which is um, in the book of uh, Genesis. Genesis 12. And I'll see if I can read all the way down to verses 9, from 1 to, to verse 9. And he said, No, the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindreds, and from thy father's house, unto the land I will show thee. So God is actually talking to Abram here. And he tells him, Get out, get out of your country, and go to this place unknown unto you. I'm going to send you. So first of all, in order, you know, God spoke, Abraham listened. So listen what happened now in, in verse 2. And he said, And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. You remember what I said about the promise and blessing? So he, he gave him a promise, and he's, he's telling him, he's still promise, he's still telling him that, and I will give you a, a blessing. If. You do what I tell you. If. So obedience is better than sacrifice. Alright, let's go to 3. Verse 3 and he says. And I will bless them that bless thee. And I will curse him that curseth thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. So the examples. The examples of what God is going to do to the seed are to Abraham. All the world. The Indian, the Muslim, the, the, the Buddhist, the, 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 the agnostics. Everybody's going to, based upon the, the tenants what God is laying out for Abraham there, the world will be blessed. The same tenants, the world will be blessed through that, through um, what God is going to do through Abraham. Just because that one man believed. Listen to this now. That's verse 3. So let's go to verse 4. And he said, So Abraham departed as the Lord had spoken unto him, and Lot went with him. And Abram was 70 and 5 years old when he departed out of um, Aaron. So basically now, Abram believed. Because if I call you and tell you to meet me in Chicago. Meet me in Chicago. You have to believe what I'm telling you. To, to pick up yourself from Hawaii or from Togo or from Ethiopia. To meet me in Chicago. You have to believe what I'm saying. So the way have to be made in order for you to meet me in Chicago, right? So, you, so God believed Abraham when he spoke. And he took his, his nephew with him, which is Lot. Now verse 5, and he said, And Abraham took Sahara, his wife, and Lot his brother, his brother's son, and all their substance that they had gathered, and the souls that they had gotten in Aaron, and they went forth to go into the land of Canaan and 
and um, into the land of Canaan they came. Verse 6, And Abram passed through the land unto the place of um, um, Sichem, unto the plain of Moreh, unto the, unto the Canaanites, was then in the land. And the Lord appeared unto Abram, and said, and said, Unto thy seed will I give this land, and there builded e an altar unto the Lord, who appeared unto him. Verse 8. And he removed from thence unto, the, unto a mountain on the east of Bethel, and pitched his tent, having Bethel on the west, and Ahai on the east, and there he builded an altar unto the Lord, and called upon the name of the Lord. Verse 9, and he said, Abram journeyed, going on still towards the south. I could go on. Let me, let, let me see what verse 10 says. And there was a famine in the land, and Abram went, went down into Egypt to sojourn there, for the famine was grievous into the land. So, let's look at this now. Let's stop right at verse 10. You can, you can read it for yourself. Um, Genesis 12, you can read it in its entirety. Now, in the process of Abraham believing the promises of God, right? He was going down there, and when he went all the way down there, disaster struck. You remember what I was saying earlier? Disaster struck. Have you, have you ever, you move from one country to the other? Have you ever moved from one city to the other, one town to the other? And you expected a glorious time, better than what you're used to. And when you go there, all hell break loose. Everything going wrong. You got thrown in, in jail because of something. You got, you know, hungry, uh, naked, in peril. Disaster struck. But remember now, you still believe God because you prayed and God said, go. Your living circumstances is not the way you would like it, but you're still alive, right? So all the things that you have, desire, uh, you have envisioned, based upon the creator himself giving you an instruction, you think it's going to be peachy because of the way how we look at things. So disaster struck, Abraham, in verse 10. Let's see what it says in verse 11. And it said, And it came to pass, when he, was, when he was come near to enter into Egypt, that he said unto Sarah, his wife, Behold, now, I know that thou art fair. In those days when you said a woman is fair, that means she's beautiful. A fair woman to look at, to look upon. Therefore, verse 12, Therefore, it shall come to pass, when the Egyptians shall see thee, that they shall say, "This is the, uh, is this why is this his wife?" And they will kill me, but they will save thee alive. So basically, because the Egyptian is of the world, right? They see a pretty woman. They see an older man. They're gonna say, "You know what? They're gonna do what they feel like do because these folks are not from here." So they're already making a scheme. But God told Abraham where to go. But something happened and he had a detour. There was a detour. Remember the children of Israel? 
They went down into Egypt also. They were in the land of um, Israel and they were have to go down to Egypt because of a famine. There was no bread in the land. So the world, is it that God loved the world? Our God preferred the world rather than taking his people through these rigs in order to... Um, but listen to this. God will take you through whatever he sees fit. He said he will have mercy upon they who he sees fit to have mercy upon. Because his will must come first. The Bible even said that they who, if, if, if a woman, you're talking about a woman and it could talk about you as well. That anyone that put God before anything that they do, he said they, he, they would actually get praise. Meaning that really praise is what you praise God, but you will recognize his them. And people will recognize them wherever they go. If they put God before um, whatever they do or say. So Abraham actually come up with this. Um, whatever happened, disaster struck. He have to wind up in Egypt. Because Egypt has the food. And um, he has to go there. Because his, his family is going to die. And his servants and all those people who um, were with him. They will die because you know it's a bunch of people. So God promises God promised still stand. But God didn't tell Abraham that he had to go down to Egypt. He didn't tell him that there is a famine coming. He told him about the promise and the promise include blessing. But the, the, the promise has a blessing and it has judgment in it. Because you know something? Remember he, he, he was in his, his, uh, his father's um, homeland. And they were doing what they were doing over there. They didn't know God. But God chose Abraham to pull him out of that family. And he took his nephew his brother's um, son with him. And then, you know, eventually there's, if you read further in the scriptures, you realize that when they start to, they were so blessed because of Abraham. The blessing. So because he believed there was a blessing upon his life. To believe. Especially when someone tells you something. You, you trust God to believe what they are saying is true. That automatically allows a blessing to, becomes up, uh, to be upon your life because of that. And if, you, if somebody, if somebody do something, if somebody said, God told him this or told him that, you know, if they speak it or do it and you see it happen, it tells you something about that person. But people sometimes are so charismatic, sometimes it's kind of hard to detect it, but if you walk in the spirit. So now, so with the promises, within the promises of God, sometimes comes delay, decline, disasters. These are things that are, are, are part of it. So the famine, the disaster came. And when they came, they, uh, they obstruct um, Abraham's uh, true, true journey. So by it, it obstruct his journey, he has to go down. And he was planning, he was telling, telling, um, he was telling uh, his wife that if, that, that if they ask him, he should say no. But anyway, when you find you, you found out in the scriptures what happened, you will realize what happened about his, his wife. But all these things are happening. So in your life, in my life, the promise is when God calls you to do something, there's going to be disaster. There's going to be obstructionists. There's going to be um, things in the way. Sometimes you turn away from what you naturally was going to do. But in, at the end of it, at the end of the day, the word of God will establish. Believe me. It will, you know, the word of God will establish. Because God is not going to 
gonna do anything apart from what he, he set out to do. I'm gonna take a quick a quick break, and when I come back, I will um we get into some more. This is the Prophet of Nations speaking. Sinful speaking thank you for joining us another weekend for our podcast and uh we're grateful to have you we're um talking about uh we have this discussion on this uh the promises blessing and judgment of god and how they actually coexist so sometimes the blessing can look like judgment and the judgment can look well the judgment don't look like blessing but the promises whatever is including the promises in order to get to it as an individual it is it is a daunting task when it comes onto you as a human with a sinful flesh now we, we we give a shout out to our ethiopian friends uh people we are praying for them in in ethiopia in the tigray region burma also and, and uh, we are grateful for all the listeners in the u.s canada the uh turks and caicos island grenada barbados jamaica australia germany is um ireland the, the Philippines and the surrounding islands. We are grateful to have you. And, uh, you know, people are continuously sharing this podcast. Thank you for those who supported us and continue to support us. Check out our books on Amazon, written by Courtney Spence, uh, Mishpat, Baptism. Check out the, uh, the new one, which is the Midnight Devotional. You will find some interesting points, especially people who are having um, spiritual battles um you know i've had people who have in spiritual battles in in some personal areas in their lives that sometimes it cannot be uttered on air but you have to get the book to 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 really read these prayer points sometimes we don't share them with people people don't share them with you because they are very personal you know we don't want to put it out there because we understand the 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 the, the importance of people privacy and stuff like that so we, we we are grateful just check the book out and you you can it can help you a bunch you know there are people who find it interesting people who it have helped and um continue to help so don't so don't be last on the list okay so 
We're going to go back to what we were saying here. We're going to go to this um, scripture in Revelation 12, verses 10. And it says, I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of the brethren is cast down, which accused them before God day and night. Talking about the devil. And we're going to go to Matthew, the book of Matthew, Gospel. Matthew, Matthew 27. We're going to go to Matthew 27. And we're going to, Matthew 27, verses 60. We're going to see what it says. It said, 27, verses 60. And it says here that, and laid it in his own tomb, in his own new tomb, which he had hewn out in the rock, and he rolled a great stone to the door of the sepulchre, and he departed. It, this is talking about the Aramistian who had uh, went to Pilate to, um, to get the body of Jesus Christ. Because he had, in those days when people are rich, even now, people make their own casket, they put it down because they know someday they're going to buy. They're going to be, they're going to leave out of this earth. So they would, um, they would do that as a way to give their, their folks um, less stress. Less stress to, um, you know, less stress they would give them. So that's what it was all about. But I am I, giving you these scriptures as a way to encourage you, to let you know about the promises of God. The promises of God is also the way of salvation. All that was going on, it was God was making all these promises of the way of salvation that we must be born again, right? It is very necessary for us to be saved. I can't save you, you can't save me. Only God can save us. So God has made a way. So let, let's see what, what it says here in um, John 3, 3. And he said, And Jesus said unto him, Verily, verily, I said unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot, cannot, be, um, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Go to verse 4. And Nicodemus um, unto him, said unto him, Can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter into, into the, um, a second time into his mother's womb? And be born. You know, in the in the in the earlier podcast, I was given an illustration about how God has made a way and how all of us got kicked out in the spirit. And boy, I tell you, it it was it, it was interesting. But God, Jesus Christ has made a way. Sorry, God has made a way. God has made a way through Jesus Christ. So you and I can be saved. So the way that God has made, we, you and I have to take it up. To be born again, to be baptized, to be filled with the Holy Ghost. That is the only way we can go back to the Father. Into the pristine state that in which we were. And no corruption can go to heaven. So the promises, that is one of the promises of God. In the, the, God promises that he will make a way. So it comes with judgment. It comes with disasters. It, come, it comes with blessing. It comes with delay, decline. Um, people spitting in your face. People taking advantage of you. People calling your names. Sometimes you, they will divert you from 
the road to the promised land to Egypt. So what you are going through in your life, it is nothing new. It is part of the promise of God. Some people might say, well, I don't have the strength. I can't do it. I can't do this. If you were born for that or this, you, it will be done. Most of the time, if you are not intended to keep up with your side of the bargain, God will pull his hand away and you know what the evil one will do. When we start this, this walk with God, we cannot give up, we cannot give in. There's going to be a lot of things come, out, come at us. A lot of things. Famine, nakedness, peril, shame, disgrace. People calling your name. They're accusing. All these things will come upon you because we are not of this world. Think about it. They who are of this world, they actually hug. They, they, they cherish the ones that is of this world. But you are who are not of this world, you are like a scorn. You will be a scorn. You will be a scorn. Believe me. In, in the book of Romans, Romans 6, you see what it says. Romans 6, verses 16. 6, 16. And it says, Know ye not that to whom ye heal yourselves to, ye heal yourselves servants to, obey his servant, he are not whom... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let, let, let's go back to it. Romans 6, verses 16, it says, Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to, to obey, his servants, ye are to whom he obey, whether of sin and to death, or to obedience and to righteousness. Again, when I was talking about obedience, so if you're obedient to unrighteousness, that is who you are a servant to. To get God's um, promises established. So you might be obedient to unrighteousness, unbelief, fussing, fighting, misunderstanding, terrorism, all these things. If you are obedient to all these things, that is what you're going to do. You're a servant to it. But if you're obedient to righteousness, you will do the righteous things. So now you can know and examine yourself to know where you're at. What, what were you um, or what all this time you have been obedient to? What is it? What was it? So delay, decline, disasters, judgment. Sometimes blessing feels like judgment because God has to move the things out of your life in order to make way for the promises of God because you cannot be the same. You will not be the same when God call you and when he start to work on your case. You can't be the same. Why? Because we were born in sin. We were shaping iniquity. So he has to get, he have to get all these rough edges away from us. He has to get these rough edges away from us. We cannot, we, we, you know, so there's a lot of things we're not going to be able to put up with in our rough state. When people start to take advantage of us, when people start to do you wrong, when everything that you do right, they, they say it's wrong, when people start to accuse you, some of us will wind up in jail. They don't know what to charge us, but it's not what, what you were put in jail for. That's what you did. But everything concerning God worth putting you away. Never to be seen again. So the world hated you. 
Not because he hated you first, but he hated the Father first. Because the Father, in his glory and his mercy, chooses us over them. So that is why they are mad at you. So the blessing of God, the blessing, the judgment and his promises, in his promises, it doesn't feel right when it's working itself out in you. It does not feel right. Sometimes you want to fly. Sometimes you just want to go. Sometimes you want to run into the cave. Sometimes you just want to go. You remember the story with Jonah? Jonah was told to go and, want, and preach to the Ninevites, people in Nineveh, to preach, to warn them. And he didn't like the people because of what the people were doing. Who are you not to like the people God sent you to? Who are you? And he, 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 did, he did what he did and then he sit down, sit down and outside on the town under a gold tree. And the worm, the caterpillar came and eat the, the leaves off and he was so upset. So upset. So what I'm saying is you cannot divert, curtail, block the things of God. That is, most of the things that we are going through, we have to go through them. Most of the things that we are going through, we have to go through them. What we have to do, there are a couple of things that we have to do. The promises, you have to go in the word, you have to, you have, to have the foundation. The foundation, you need the foundation of God. You need to be born again, you need to be baptized, you need to be filled with the Holy Ghost. You need to pray and ask God to keep you. Show you what to do, what is holy, what is unholy, what is truth, what is righteous. What is not righteous, with simplicity. To give you a good conscience, not an evil conscience. Because many shall say, Lord, Lord, and that day and there, and God is going to say, you are none of his. So sometimes people can look saved, they can be saved, they can act saved, but they are not saved. But it is not for us to judge any man. But we are saying, try to do the right thing and seek, seek God in order to complete the work that he already started in you. Let he complete it. You cannot complete it yourself. You cannot complete it at liberty. You cannot complete it at uh, seminary. You cannot complete it in the in the in the Pentecostal doctrine. You can you, you, you can complete it in the evangelical doctrine. You can complete it in the mountains of Ethiopia. You can complete it in the in the mountain of Ghana and Nigeria where people go and pray. You can complete it in, in Brazil. Let God complete himself in you. Let God complete himself in you. Sometimes it's going to take the, um, separation. Sometimes it's going to take people to scatter from each other. Sometimes it's going to take that for his promises to come alive in you. Sometimes you're going to learn how to be lonely, to be happy. Sometimes we depend on people too much. We don't trust God enough, so we can't depend on, on God to supply our needs according to his riches in glory. So we rely on ourselves, and then we start to rely on people, the physical people. And when God took them away, then it feels like as if part of us has been torn up or torn apart. So the promises of God will take you, but sometimes disaster can blow you in different directions. 
When a man think of his belly, he will go to Egypt. It is just as simple. When a man think of his family, he will go to Egypt. The Bible says, Woe be unto them that go down to Egypt for help. Woe unto them. When a man think about where he has to go, he will be delayed. But God will, all make, God will always make a way. Just as he has made a way with Jesus Christ, he will make a way for you and I. So remember, delay, decline, and disaster is always be a problem. It's just you have to walk in the spirit to know the difference. Why would God promise you, but yet all these things befall, you know, befalling you along the way? It is part of insulating you to keep you praying. The Bible said the devil ain't know where Satan's seat is in the church. He knows where it's at. Do you have a thorn in your side? God knows where it is. Do you have inconsistencies in the way you walk, you talk, the things you do? God knows all about you. Are you, are you um, struggling with weaknesses that kept you bound, kept you stagnated? God knows all about it. But his promises and his promises in you. And his promise is above everything else. It has to come to pass. Regardless of where you're at, what you think, or what you might do. This is the word of God. So to establish the promise of, of, uh, of God, sometimes it's going to take faith. It's going to take, sometimes people dream, visions. Sometimes people are going to be sick. Sometimes you're going to have to move from one place to another. Sometimes you have to detach yourself or separate yourself from people. Sometimes people reach to the point of death. Sometimes people, even people around you, will wind up die at times, even to just to relocate you, based upon what God has to do. People are going to betray you. People are going to try to kill you. The work of God, it has to, it has to go on. Nothing in this world can stop it. Nothing. Nothing in this world can stop it. I'm happy to, uh, to bring this word to you today. It's not as long as the, the, the others, but uh, we are grateful to, um, to, bring, to bring the word of God to you as, as, as it comes to us, the promises, the promises of God, the blessing and judgment. You know, God, it doesn't matter what is going on in the world. God is still God. And God will drive you out of town, drive the enemy out of town. He will put us in tent all over again in order to let you know that He is God. Those who have forsaken you, do you wrong, done you wrong, and continue to do wrong. One day, they will have their reckoning with the Creator. But you and the promise of God that is in you have to work out. The Bible said, Abraham believed God and it was counted for righteousness. It was counted for righteousness. So let us believe God. Believe that God exists. Believe that whatever we do, there is a consequence to what we do. Is a consequence to what we do. 
and um, steadfast, you know, stay in the word of God. I'm going to read um, one more time, Genesis 12, verses uh, 1. And it says, Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of the country and from thy kindreds unto the land that I will show thee. So that is the word of God. I'm going to leave you with that today. This is the word of God. I am grateful to have you and thank you for continuously um, sharing this podcast. Uh, this is a prophet of nations speaking and we will catch up with you next week. Have a beautiful, a beautiful weekend. God bless you. I gave the back of my hand to my enemies. Oh God, your convert shall return to worshiping. Yeah. Oh praise God, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the oh Jesus, our white words. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. Oh my sons, yeah. They listen to my words. Say to my daughters of the preacher man, my God, yeah. Oh, my sons, listen to my words. Say to my daughters of the preacher man, my God, yeah. Yeah. A time to laugh. A time to mourn. I try to dance.